0: hello alaska hello america welcome to stand this is a no fear zone that means the fear stops here I'm your host, Kelly Chewbacca, a former candidate for U.S. Senate in the state of Alaska. I'm joined today by my amazing co-host and husband, Nikki Chewbacca, who formerly worked at the Department of Justice as a civil rights attorney. We are broadcasting today from the frontier of Alaska and happy to do so even though it's cold. Subscribe now to Stand with Kelly and Nikki Chewbacca. We're on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can find them on standshow.org. If you leave a review, you could be entered to win our Hydro Flask sticker for the week. So buckle in today for a fantastic lineup. We're kicking off the show with the amazing Bill O'Reilly. He is a seasoned journalist, a best-selling author, and of course a staple in all of our living room homes as he dominated cable news for decades. He's known for his incisive commentary and of course his fearless approach to asking questions on tough topics. Bill O'Reilly shaped our national conversation and of course our thought life for decades, and he, we will be diving in to his insights, his career, and his amazing new book called Killing the Witches. Bill, we're so happy to have you with us. Welcome to Stand.
1: My pleasure, I love Alaska, and I appreciate you guys having me in.
0: Well, you're one of the few people we've talked to who've actually been here and been here several times. We'd love to have you back. I wanna kick off the show today and ask, of all the amazing things you've done in your life, which our audience is quite familiar with you, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment?
1: You know, I've uh, been in journalism 49 years, it will be in January, and um, I have succeeded on every level for one reason only, I'm honest. I don't pull any nonsense or I don't have an agenda and I've been able to adhere to that. It hasn't been easy. Uh, I've had to leave companies that wanted me to do things I wouldn't do. Um, and um, I've stood the test of time. So that's my proudest accomplishment that all of my peers that I began with way back in 1975, um, they're all retired, driving around Florida in little golf carts, (laughs) but I'm still (laughs) here and doing what I do. And I appreciate that you have me on your podcast.
0: Well, we're so glad to have you here. I love that you answer that question not with something that you did, but with a character statement that you you stood by your values. And I think it's also interesting to your point that all these other people who in normal stage of life would be retiring and going to golf courses. It's your honesty, your integrity, and I think your pursuit of truth that keeps you motivated to continue doing what you're doing. But you also kind of tipped your hat to this, and I want to follow up on it. Uh, it's also gotten you into some hot water. So you're you pioneered a new form of journalism, I'd say, that you uh, went into courageous conversations and doggedly pursued truth. That sort of honest approach um, led you to ask questions of guests that were a little bit different than how predecessors had asked them. And that new form of journalism got you into some hot water and into some tough times in your career and in life. And I just wanted to ask, how did you handle some of those tough times?
1: Well, I'm a realistic pragmatist, so I always know um, who is on my side and who isn't. And you can't control that. Um, You have to be a person who sees the whole field, to use a sports cliche. So when I began uh, the cable news adventure in 1995, I had just come off a Harvard uh, master's degree in public administration. I designed the O'Reilly Factor up at Harvard because I knew that technology was going to lead to big corporations Um, setting up 24-hour television news, which had Mm. never been done before. And I knew that that was coming in a big way. Now, CNN was first, um, but the Fox model was traditional Americans, not just conservatives, but traditional people. They're not much of a voice on television, so we'll give them one. And it worked in a tremendous way. And so I was there for more than 20 years. Every day of my life, I was attacked. Uh, primarily by left-wing people, and, you know, as the technology grew up, the websites and all of those people, well-funded, money coming into them, um, you know, destroy people with whom you disagree, Um, and then, basically, I had some protection, but that protection broke down at the end. And so I decided, look, I'm not fighting any of this. I'm going to form my own news agency, which I have. BillOReilly.com is where we live. And it is the most successful independent news agency in the world. Hmm. Took me seven years to establish it, but we have. And believe me when I tell you, I am a lot better off as a person, as a journalist in every way, working for myself Hmm. and not from corporate pinheads, you know.
2: Well, that, that actually leads to my question, Bill. I mean, Kelly talked about how you've been, you pioneered new trends, uh, new horizons in journalism, always on the edge uh, of uh, journalistic thought and um, trends. Your thoughts on journalism today, uh, what are you, you're watching now from the outside, looking in, in terms of corporatist journalism. What are your thoughts on where it is right now and where do you think we're headed?
1: Well, it's horrible, it's corrupt, we all know it, everybody knows it, audiences have declined dramatically across the board, Um, Fox News still beats MSNBC and CNN, but when I left my last quarter at Fox, I was averaging about 6 million viewers a night. Wow. yeah, about 900,000 in the 24 to 54 um, demographic where they sell advertising off of. It's half that now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all know that when you uh, speak to the choir and you don't really, you know, mix it up the way I did, you know, the, the problem is it's boring. So the cable shows bring on people, the hosts who agree with them. There's no fire. There's no very little of that anymore. It's too hard to do. And um, the future of it is going to continue to descend uh, as people get bored with it. Uh, only older people watch network news. That's totally deteriorated. You could go out in Anchorage, Alaska tonight and say, who's the lead anchorman for ABC Evening News? Maybe right. one out of five people would be able to tell you that. When I worked there under Peter Jennings, everybody in the country knew who Peter Jennings was. So different.
2: Yeah. And part of my concern as I'm watching this trend is, what happens to the viewers, the audiences? How do we find and discern what's true and what's not? because the tendency in human beings is to just gravitate to your own little bubble, right? So you could foresee right. a situation where uh, things become more proliferated, we have a more sort of democratic way of doing journalism, but then you it, it sort of reflects the great divide, right? In our country where people on the left will just listen to leftist podcasts, et cetera, people on the right will just listen to folks on the right, and we'll never have a way to figure out like, what's what's really true and you know watching your podcast that's something where people can feel comfortable knowing bill's going to shoot straight with us and give it to us straight but where else could people go how else do they curate (laughs) all these new media uh, platforms out there
1: well here's what i do uh i get the wall street journal and about five other newspapers uh, delivered every morning to my house on long island the journal editorial section is honest. Um, their information is, uh, usually checks out, about 90% of it checks out. And then I go to uh, Semaphore, H-S, as in Sam, E-M-A-F-O-R. It's an internet news site. Pretty good. Pretty good. And there's a new one called Tangle, T-A-N-G-L-E. The guys try it. So I amass my information in the morning and then I have my producers go out and confirm, all right? So we're on pretty solid ground every day when we broadcast, not only to our television, but we have more than 300 radio stations that we broadcast on as well. We're pretty solid that what we're telling you is true. But it is a, absolutely, you have to want to find the truth and it's not easy. And a lot of people don't even want to find it. They feel comfort in the bubble on both sides. And that, that is a problem for America.
2: Well, you just gave us a couple of resources I had never even heard of, so mm-hmm. to our audience. So helpful. Yeah, check, check those out and uh, continue to watch Bill on uh, his show as well. And you won't go wrong in figuring out what's really going on out there. Um, Last quick question. We've got a, a minute here, Bill. You've had a really interesting and varied career. You've, done, you've been an educator, uh, policy person, journalist. How did you figure out where you wanted to go ultimately and what did you want to dedicate your life to? I mean, you spent 50 years in journalism. How did you decide, this is what I want to do?
1: Well, I'm a believer in God, and, but I'm not a holy roller kind of person. But one of the tenets of my religion, Roman Catholicism, is there is an act of God. And if you believe in that God, you will get guided by uh, an entity called the Holy Spirit. Every human being is born with talent. Even the people who are mentally challenged, everybody has talent. And I learned early in life what my talent was. I could always write. I never took a writing class, and I'm Irish, I can bloviate like crazy, (laughs) (laughs) lying, all right? I knew that. So all I did was combine the two and got into journalism, television journalism, all right? That's what everybody has to do. What do you do well? And then you develop that skill to the highest level, and you will succeed.
2: That's. A phenomenal answer, and remembering that our our lives are guided by a higher force, a higher power, um, and using our abilities to the best uh, that we can, and for for His glory. After the break, we're gonna dig into Bill's new book, "Killing the Witches." Killing the Witches. It's an amazing uh, new book in his uh, series, the Killing series. We'll be right back with that. Remember to describe subscribe to the show while we're on break and uh, check out the book online buy it anywhere uh, books are sold you can also find it on billoreilly.com we'll be right back